Do you like my hair? Yeah, I love your hair. Are you just saying that? No, I'm not just saying that. I think it looks really great. Why did you say that so I think it looks great. No, okay. No, no, no. All right. I think your hair looks great. Okay. It's just wet. But it sounds like you're lying. <laughs> anyway, welcome everyone. Hello. This is episode two of Happy Hour with Yaz and Will. Hello. It's me and my boyfriend yeah. talking to you while we're drinking wine. Now, unlike last week's episode, we've actually gotten a little bit of a head start on the drinking, uh, whereas last week we started drinking right when we started recording and you've uh you're like six six glasses in incorrect <laughs> maybe two or three okay that's fair you're, you have a little bit of a head start on me though so i've yeah. got some catching up to do tonight but welcome back everybody if you are returning from our first episode thank you so much and if you are new here well welcome i'm i'm will and and I'm Yaz, and I'm the better one of the two. Um, you come here because Will sent you, and you stay because you like me more. Uh... <laughs> In all honesty, I should be playing. Like, I feel like the strengths of this podcast are actually you, so <laughs> maybe we need to actually, like, kind of attack that angle a little bit harder. Sheesh. But don't she? This is our but, first sheesh on the podcast, episode two. I sarcastically sheesh. They're, like, non-committal. Sheesh. No. My yeah. sheeshes are actually on point. I, yeah, but mine are sarcastically not on point. If it's we wanna... like back when I was doing like hashtag blessed. Like, yeah. Oh my God. My life is amazing. <laughs> hashtag blessed. Hashtag team iPhone. Yeah, I, I feel like if we want to tap into the Zoomer audience, you need to really refine your sheesh. I've been trying to teach her how to dap it up properly for the last like couple what, weeks what does it where does that term even come from i couldn't tell you but i know that it's it's a thing okay like dap it up she's getting better it's it's still a little little cringe yeah wow that's really rude <laughs> on this week's episode we will be digging into a few topics about content creation hmm. we'll go over our wine of the week i have a couple of funny random things that I found that I thought would be interesting to show to Yaz. Another oh. am I the asshole and then we have a quick Q&A from the audience and then yeah we'll just we'll just roll with it honestly. Yeah and reminder to all of you guys out there listening if you have any interesting questions that you would like us to answer whether it's my roommate shits with the door open or my mom caught me masturbating <laughs> as a few examples. Feel free to uh, post that on Will's website, which he'll link somehow, or in his Discord, which he'll also link somehow, yeah. or or just like send it out into the into the universe and we'll vibe with it and we'll like pick it up somehow. Yeah. And then I'll be like, listen, Will, we heard from the audience that this was a question they wanted answered <laughs> yeah yeah um for sure and any advice too if you need it to be anonymous that's totally fine i have uh the website uh that i mentioned last episode that you can go to and that is willbwrs.com forward slash happy hour podcast you'll be able to find all the information right there there's a submission form you can also email at happyhourweekly at gmail.com if you want to just do it directly that way, it's going to end up in the same place. But yeah, definitely. We, we need more questions and we need uh, we want to make that segment a reoccurring thing that would be fun to dig into. At the time of recording episode two, hmm. we have not yet 
even announced that this podcast exists. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we're a little bit behind on telling people because yeah. we wanted to put out a few feelers, get some audience involvement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have a little bit. But... What podcasts inspire you? Um, so, really, there's only currently one podcast that I ever listen to. Mm-hmm. And that's the H3 podcast. I have been almost religiously listening to them. Definitely pre-pandemic. I don't know exactly when I started. I think I just like, I just was like, ooh, look at these H3 production videos. They're so funny. And then I watched all of them. And I was like, where where do I go from here? And then I realized that they do podcasts now. So yeah, I, uh, I really dig Ethan and Ela and the crew. I find their shit like hilarious. Um, yeah, and I, I take a lot of inspiration from them. I think that Ethan is a solid pick there. And I've always liked the H3 videos. Like way back in the day, I watched them. And admittedly, I kind of stopped for a while, mostly because like when the podcast first came out, I don't know, maybe this is just a weird perception thing, but I felt like there was like a weird negative perception around his mm-hmm. podcast and for some reason I was just like eh whatever I'm I, like I just I haven't listened to it but we listened to an episode when we were driving back from our, our long weekend that we talked about on the last episode and uh, it was it was really funny I enjoyed it the soundboard stuff is a little over the top for me but yeah. you seem to enjoy the soundboard well, so like here's the thing every episode Zach their soundboard guy will like find just like meme worthy bites to capture in the episode And whether that's like, you know, memes from just like today's like society and culture or whether that's something that actually happens in the episode in the podcast. And that gets repeated throughout the podcast and future podcasts. I think as a follower, like as somebody that listens every week, it's funny because you're like, oh, this is kind of like an inside joke, but like a lot of people are in on it. I feel like that's such a good analysis as to why it's like a good thing to experiment with is the the inside joke aspect of it is Mm -hmm. that's such a valuable thing to add. Yeah. For me, I would say for myself, some of the podcasts that I feel most inspired by, there's there's one big one right now that I've been listening a lot to, and that is The Yard, which Mm -hmm. is put out by uh Twitch streamer named Ludwig and his three uh, three of his roommates, which I actually know one of the members of the yard, uh, Aiden. I've known him for a long time through the uh, competitive Smash community. So it's really cool seeing someone that I know going and seeing such success with uh, this new thing that they're doing. And uh, there's like a few, I mean, I, I just really love like the different humor styles of, of the four of them mixing together. It's definitely a bit of a boys club uh, in the way that the mm. humor kind of runs off. They're aware of it and I think that they're working on it, you know. Mm. But I just find like they all play off of each other really well. And I think that there's something that's really strong when you have like a good connection Mm -hmm. and you're able to play off of another person's energy. Kind of like you and I. Yeah. You look like you had something to say about the boys club. Oh, not necessarily about the boys club, but like I, so I, you know, as we're kind of thinking about this podcast that we're sharing with all of you and talking about what our, you know, whatever inspirations are and our interests are we shared with each other 
these podcasts. And one sort of challenge that came up for me when listening to The Yard was the idea that they all seem to like have really interesting stories to share that they end up talking over each other. And I I got overwhelmed. But yeah. but I mean, it's, it's definitely funny. I think I like the premise of like having certain types of jokes and, and yeah, maybe like feeling it's a bit of a boys club. But I feel like maybe having a little bit of like female type jokes in there because like there can be pretty funny shit that happened to women that aren't necessarily talked about a lot which we might kind of go into in future episodes a little bit yeah i think if they were to ever have ludwig's girlfriend cutie come on you would probably appreciate the type of humor that she puts down because she kind of just doesn't give a fuck Mm-hmm. about anything and like some of her roast material like she's done a bunch of roasts and she is just hilarious like so i i do agree though i think that um something that is important to me with this podcast here and that we want to accomplish is i really want it to feel like it's a 50 50 you know contribution from either of us mm-hmm. and that this isn't just like will's podcast that yaz is on like this is it's funny because like as you say that I'm like dang I really had nothing to add to well I had like a couple things to add to last week and then this week I really dropped the ball on adding topics for us to discuss and so really for me it's like reminiscent of when Trisha Paytas and Ethan Klein did Frenemies and then like Ethan and his crew were doing all the planning and Trisha would show up and like participate <laughs> and it all came down to like the 5% split. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, recording and editing and uploading. <laughs> <laughs> but the 5%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Mm. Yeah, I... I think that it'll just be more natural as we do more of these yeah. and like you're about to go on a, a bit of a, a travel for a little while to, to see family and do yeah. some stuff. And I, I think maybe if you have like fun things that you think of while you're doing that, just randomly, like that's what the, we have like a shared note that we're using to organize like podcast topics that throughout the week we can just like throw randomly in there. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes time to record, I just have this list literally up in front of us so that we're able to reference the things that we're thinking throughout the week. And that makes it easy to talk about for future episodes. Like some of the topics tonight that we're starting with, like our inspiration from other podcasts, that's actually all stuff I wrote down as soon as we stopped recording last week's episode. Literally, this whole episode is William's inspiration with my commentary. (laughs) (laughs) But I think you have a lot of like valuable stuff to add Mm -hmm. to the stuff that that we're talking about. So, Mm -hmm. but again, you mentioned like having more women empowering comedy and and stuff like that. Like I'm so on board for that. And I think that it really, uh, I think that you are one of the biggest strengths of what we're doing here just because you are a talented creator and you're good at talking to people. People love you. So even though you've been in the, you know, in the shadows for so long, you're still the same you you've always been. Yeah, I just gotta get that creativity going. Let's talk a little bit about what it means to be a content creator Mm. and an aspect that both you and I have experienced quite a fair amount of, and that is burnout. Because I think it's actually kind of a relevant thing to roll into while we're on the topic of, of being creators. Yeah. Well, I think in my experience, one thing that I found was, um, you know, trying to get into the realm of content creation, my, I really delve deep into like research, like 
trying to figure out what's going to be that right formula. What do I have to do in order to get people to watch me and follow me and, and grow my audience? And so like at the time, I think I, I think I did a really good job with that. My downfall literally was, as you mentioned, the burnout. It wasn't sustainable for me. For me to actually um, be successful and grow to the levels of like people actually seeing those numbers and actually being able to make it a full-time job for themselves, you really do have to put in the hours, the effort. And sometimes that doesn't allow a lot of space for making certain decisions on like who you want to be identified as, what your personality is, and really addressing some of the little petty drama that comes along the way. Um and I think that's worth pointing out too, is like, it can feel like it gets away from you. Mm-hmm. If you're not like super, super on top of things, or maybe there's just certain aspects of the community that are not exactly where you want them to be. It, it can maybe feel a little hard to steer that in the direction that you want. Like I learned that from you and from different experiences where mm-hmm. if you're not super happy with a certain way that you know, things are going within a community that it's like really important to like set those boundaries Mm -hmm. because I feel like if you have any type of negative aspects within a community, like I know when that has happened in my own, that that can be draining and it can be demotivating in its own. Yeah. Yeah. And then to add to that, any sort of personal really concerns that come up with streaming, like if for me talking only for myself here, I had a lot of like judgment from my family from the people around me in my more personal life regarding streaming that that was an additional drain to really be willing and like 100% participating in streaming and creating content because I felt like oh is this something that my parents would be proud of or my family would be okay watching and a lot of time the answer was well, no, because they're like X, Y, Z reason, not necessarily anything wrong with what I was doing, but just knowing that if I came from a more conservative household or conservative values, that it was just not okay for me to be presenting myself in in the way that I was. And so that was also really draining. Yeah, I've wrestled with that too, because (laughs) I've taken inspiration from some of the silliness that, that you like to do on stream. And I've always been kind of a silly, not even kind of, like I've just been straight up like a, a fucking idiot. <laughs> and I, I like to have my fun. So it's at times, it's really easy to like ask yourself as a creator, you know, will the way that people see me doing what I'm doing right now, will that uh, will that make me hold my punches? Or will that make me hold back? Or maybe some people let that affect them in a way that kind of affects the quality that they're making or just turns them away from making things in general because they're so worried about that and because like for myself I did not have any pushback like within my family I think that all that I ever thought about when it came to creating content on Twitch or wherever it might be is I was worried that like if people that I knew in real life found it that they would think it was cringe what I was doing so I would never share it properly like I Mm -hmm. I wouldn't share it within my own social groups Mm -hmm. so some amount of being a creator is like just learning to let go and not let the opinions of others sway you as much but I think it's super valid like when it comes to family matters and stuff that's that's super tricky for me and I don't have any like yeah yeah like just to for some context I mean as I mentioned in the last episode like I work in the health field so if that gives any value like I had a high demand for my family for my parents to pursue quote-unquote a legitimate career in an in a 
industry that was considered valuable. Twitch streaming, obviously, was not one. Maybe it is now for them. Like, I think my, my mom, at least, is recognizing how, like, YouTube content creation can be really successful. But at the time, it was kind of like, why are you doing that? You know, you need to get a real job so you can pay your bills and you need to be pursuing more education so you can upgrade in what you're doing. Isn't but, it funny though how like that quote unquote not real job can like pay bills and it, it's yeah, so funny when it I actually know. works out that way. It was something that I had to kind of balance in addition to everything else that ultimately I realized like it wasn't really worth it for me to continue. I think maybe in the future now that I'm kind of more independent and I am successful in what I'm doing that really in this is what this podcast is is me being able to express myself creatively and this could lead on to further opportunities. Yeah. And in content creation. I'm glad that you're you're you know pumped on doing this with me and I hope that it stays fun that's there's a few things that I break it down to and avoiding burnout myself and it's like if I'm having fun mm. it's so I'm so much more willing to put stuff out and continue like pushing forward to work hard towards those things and like this this project is like super fun like during the edit I'm just smiling the whole time as I'm cutting the episode thinking you know cutting little like awkward yeah. silences can we just talk about that for a sec how like interesting interesting it is so for most people that when they record themselves uh video audio whatever like a lot of people and i was like this before streaming it feels very awkward to replay yourself like you're like ooh, cringe like no delete that like i don't want to see myself i don't want to hear myself you and i can look but, past that but we're so weird we like enjoy our own content <laughs> okay well that makes us sound like hardcore no, like, I think we've, we've gone to the point where, and that's a part of like content creation that you, I feel like to be good at what you do, you have to be able to go back, listen to yourself, critique yourself effectively and make changes to make yourself a better content creator. And I think once you get to a point where you've listened to yourself so often that you get over that cringe factor, you're like, wow, like this person has a lot of cool things to say <laughs> when really like you're probably just an idiot, but yeah. Or being able to, because I think that that's something that it's such a good thing to bring up. You and uh, myself, we will review, like we would review our VODs on Twitch yes. after the fact. Yeah. I've reviewed this podcast after the fact. And I realized like our audio recording situation isn't ideal. We pick up a, a lot of background noise mm -hmm. and uh, we don't have like a super sound treated room to record in yet. So it's not going to be perfect but like done is better than perfect in this mm -hmm, case mm -hmm. if you can somehow listen to or watch content that you've made and not look at it as something that you've made but imagine yourself purely as a third-party viewer mm -hmm. ask yourself if the thing that you're making is something that you yourself would enjoy mm -hmm. and it's kind of interesting because if you can convince yourself to get into that mindset it is easy, not easy, but it is possible to not only enjoy your own content, but critique it in like a super meaningful way where you're, I don't want to say comparing it to other people, but you can definitely pick out, you know, you know what you like. Mm -hmm. And if you're making something, you obviously want to like what you're making. So by being able to almost detach yourself from the content that's being made, like I've done that for years. And I think that there's certain tools like that that go into someone like you or someone like myself, who I consider quite 
good at streaming on Twitch in a live format, which is one of the hardest content formats to do, in my opinion, is mm -hmm. being live because there's no, you don't get to just cut shit out that was bad. Like you're live yeah. the whole time you're, yeah. you're on, you're, you're in performer mode. So. But at the end of the day, it just feels like love yourself, be happy with what you like put out to the world. And it maybe is interesting to be able to see and hear yourself after you've already presented that. But once you get used to it, it's kind of like, oh, okay, like this is who I am and, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, I agree. Also, love yourself is such a fucking like... Uh, hashtag blessed. Hashtag wine drunk. Like, girl, hello. <laughs> which rolls into our next topic, which is... Wine of the week. Yes, and we have multiple actually. Yeah, we opened one bottle and then I was like, that's not enough. Let's go buy another. So right now, are you still drinking from this bottle? No. You're in the next one. Yeah. Jesus, you're outpacing me like crazy. This is The Passion. It's a Pinot... How do I say it? Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Noir. From um, Silver Sage. Yep. In Oliver area in the Okanagan Valley. It is a 2016 wine. From the year we met. From the year we met. How wow. romantic. How romantic. Wow. Who would have known back then that you would be chilling with baby fried chicken? <laughs> um. <laughs> it's quite good though. It is. Uh, it's it's quite nice. This. Let's see. I'm gonna read the back label here. Uh, unless you want to read that. Actually, let me hear you read that in like your most like ASMR. Like, dang. Give no. me like a hot like a like your advert okay. an advert for this wine. The dream, the tragedy, the passion, Pinot Noir. Unique in style and complexity. French oak finish, black cherry natural fruit aroma. Winemaker's recommendation. Enjoy most red meat dishes, fish or poultry or on its own. Just try it. <laughs> Damn. All right. I'm going to end the podcast there because <laughs> I feel a little hot right now. <laughs> that was great. That was actually great. Uh, I think that maybe next week's sponsor will be... Uh... <laughs> a wine company? Yeah. Um, hello. Hit us up, please. Yeah, absolutely. We will drink your wine. How about every week we just have you do this seductive wine label well, reading? We have a second wine here. True. So... What, else are, what else are you currently drinking on? I haven't jumped okay. into this one yet. So I'm on a Jackson and Triggs, also from Okanagan. This is their reserve Cabernet Sauvignon uh, 2019, the year before COVID yeah. struck us. We're uh, drinking on that uh, that mask off wine. <laughs> by the way, uh, wear your mask. <laughs> I don't want that to be confused by they're like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, there's just like some like super fucking like right wing yeah. people that are like, oh shit, this is the podcast for me. Yes, yeah, our... I mean, if you want to listen for a bit and maybe we can sway true, you. True, true. Absolutely. We'll debate. No, no, no debates. All right. What, what, what's this wine label say? This one is Jackson Triggs is Canada's most awarded winery. Crafting wines of exceptional quality for over 25 years. <laughs> Our reserve Cabernet Sauvignon underwent, I don't want to say that, malolactic fermentation. I was Damn. like, what is that oh, word? Talk that to me about science. that malolactic fermentation. <laughs> and was aged with French and American oak for complexity oh my god there's got to be one listener right now that's just torqued they're just they're like shit she needs to stop i know i can't wait to uh to try that one but actually uh, no i'm still working on this a little bit should we mix them 
get crossed off of two no mix the 2016 the 2019 Mm. so those are the wines of the week folks we are uh we're drinking them i i can't tell you shit about how it actually tastes although this uh the black cherry i definitely taste in the first one mine tastes better than yours really i don't know you think that one tastes better no fuck Well, that's our wine of the week. Let's roll into um, a topic that you have, you don't know what this is. No. And it's super fucking funny. I don't, I don't actually know how much we can go into this, but it's something that I saw. It's an article on uh, The Verge that I saw from earlier this week. And it is called Razor Made Gamer Thimbles. Your fingers are full of untapped potential. Unleash them. And then the the photo that I'm looking at here. Are literal finger thimbles that like, you know, use in sewing. Yeah. But like for gaming. Yeah. They have like a razor, like a a lime green razor logo on them. And (laughs) I'm just going to read the first part of this article. What makes a gamer? I'll tell you, it's having the right attitude, the skills to dominate, and of course, the right tech. You won't get ahead without the best. Well, you name it. And and then there's a picture (laughs) of someone holding a cell phone and they have these gamer thimbles on their thumbs and they're they're gaming. They're like mobile gaming with these fucking weird like finger warmer things. Who mobile games though? Like I know people that do, but like, do you? No. Well, okay. Hearthstone is the only kind of experience that I have with a mobile but game. But it's not even that good. On mobile, it's trash. It is. It's actually really, really bad. Yeah. It's hard to play well. You know, the only mobile game that I play, in fact, not just the only game, like if you want to talk about being a hardcore gamer, the only game that I have played in the last over a month is chess. I played like a few on games. Your phone probably. Yeah. That's the only mobile game that I'm doing. Yeah. There's uh, the chess.com app is is all that I've been playing. I deleted that one from my uh, from my uh, phone. Are you fucking kidding me? No, because I, I'm I have storage issues. I had to delete some stuff I wasn't <laughs> using. That's fair. It's interesting though, as a Twitch streamer, seeing how I've gravitated away from gaming in general. Is it interesting? Have you, I mean, I've talked to you about that, right? Like how Twitch streaming just like ruined gaming for me. I don't recall this conversation. Twitch streaming has created this weird thing and it's been for years. Like ever since I quit originally when I stopped streaming for three years. During that time period, there was only two games that I played and it was Mm -hmm. competitive melee. And then I played like a little bit of Star Wars Battlefront 2 with a coworker and that was it. And the reason is that no matter what, I'm doing, even when I'm on a hiatus, if I'm playing a game, especially single player ones, I feel guilty that I'm not live. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a waste of my time to play the game ever unless i'm streaming it with people i don't have you ever felt that with anything i know that you kind of did non-gaming content but yeah i think for myself i probably game the same amount that i did pre-streaming which was not very much at all unless socially with other people Mm -hmm. so that change for me didn't wasn't like i gamed more as a streamer than i ever did in my whole life that's actually quite interesting yeah is that just because the platform like encourages maybe like your chat would encourage you to to play more games well initially that was like the premise of me getting into gaming or into streaming was like it's a gaming platform and where i really like wanted to go in for the the social aspect and to just like learn new things and try something different. Ultimately, 
I am a creative Twitch streamer. So I do the cook streams, I do the decoration, talking, eating, like none of, like that's my favorite stuff. You want to do some, uh, some pumpkin carving and some fun <laughs> holiday themed streams I on my stream this year? do. Yeah. I would love to. That sounds like a lot of fun. It's funny because your content, when I found you, I had only ever done gaming stuff. Yeah. And then after watching your stream, I started kind of my you made my brain start turning like oh wait a minute i could just do other stuff that's not gaming and the the platform has kind of gone in that direction mm -hmm. over the last few years but are you going to be picking up some gamer thimbles Fuck <laughs> no but i do know people that do mobile gaming and they're weird <laughs> What a fucking way to... Yeah, I happen to know a couple people. They're fucking cringe as shit. Absolute idiots, dweebs, I'm, fucking I morons. I didn't say that. No, I know. To be fair, like, everyone's weird. I'm weird. Yeah, you're fair. weird. I call you a weirdo, like, almost every day, don't I? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. I call myself... I think Can you pass the wine? I am a weirdo. So, um, no judgment to weirdos that do mobile gaming and want these true. weird thumb thimbles. Actually, no. If you're... Maybe, what if these things are just, like, super pleasurable? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. For who? <laughs> for, uh, obviously, for the mobile gaming screen, right? <laughs> <laughs> are you drunk right now? Probably. I'm pretty drunk right now, too. <laughs> Ten. Okay, all right. Let's go on to our, we have more subjects. Okay. Let's talk about uh, a new subject called tentatively. We could either call it Will's shitless, okay, or we could just call it um, the roast room, or I don't. Will's poopy bumhole list. That's fucking weird. Let's do the roast room, okay? Because then we can both contribute to these if we have these things, mm -hmm. and these are just totally they're things that we're upset about mm -hmm. that we have no reason to be upset about, or maybe we do. I but like i always have a reason to be upset i i'm let me just rant for a okay, moment go all right the floor is yours first things first a and w <laughs> is on my fucking shit list <laughs> i don't know who the fuck they are the home of the burger family will is is like seething over a and w here because for some reason i didn't notice this before until he came here that a and w is everywhere in canada and maybe this is just like Vancouver area, but I think he has a legitimate observation of it being everywhere. There's more A&Ws than McDonald's here. I think that's a fact, at least in Vancouver area. <laughs> it's fucking insane. It's, it's actually so insane. I'm actually so pissed about A&W because I see it fucking everywhere. I see them building like new ones and something about this area, it's so green and lush and there's just water everywhere and trees and beautiful white buildings that are just steel and glass. And then there's these fucking orange buildings, orange and brown, with like the word, like... Contrast on the color wheel. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, fuck that shit. I don't want that. It, it cuts through the Vancouver scenery like a, a knife, like a hot knife. I would say that's good advertising. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about it on a podcast yeah, right now, but like, what is this slogan? The the slogan, they have two slogans. It's <laughs> home of the burger family, which is just a fucking family that's like... They're just, they just fucking love burgers. And then the other slogan that I saw today is good food makes good food. What the fuck does that, what the fuck is good food is makes good food? Of course it does. It's fucking good. The sky is blue slogan. There we go. That's the slogan of happy hour. The sky's fucking blue. 
ship it clip it and ship it folks i'm actually so like un like not rationally i'm so pissed about fucking AW. that being said i think i need to try it and review it I think you do. here's the thing about AW. Mm -hmm. after your your whole rant there yeah um I have a I have a hypothesis that is very different from AW in the states. It's gone in the states. It got shut down. It's yeah, fucking. They moved out of the states because the Burger family couldn't pay rent. I don't fucking know. Uh, because they moved to Canada for one, and the other is that they use good quality ingredients mm -hmm. in in their food. They are essentially making Five Guys quality burgers for cheaper. Are you fucking? Have you had it? Is that real? They're just making like smaller meat patties, but. Like their fresh ingredients are like on point. They have like fresh. They they like spend time. You can tell they're spending time to make your your food, yeah. your your meat. Yeah, they're they have, they're like, spending good time making super, good food to super that's good. Crispy lettuce, fresh tomato. Lettuce on a burger. Lettuce and tomato on a burger are a waste of space and I don't love deserve it. it. I think it adds a really nice texture, taste profile. Yeah, you can say lettuce adds crunch. That's yeah. fucking false but it they use beautiful uh what are what's called like butter lettuce the fuck i don't know what like what kind of let there's is there are there lettuce. culver's here have you seen ever seen no. a, a fast food chain called culver's no that's fucking cringe okay culver's fucks but okay that's fair so they have good quality ingredients and here's the other thing this is british columbia where canadians also this is not an ad go to retire here for what from what i understand and mm -hmm. Old people in Canada love A and W. Like they go there for breakfast, and and they have this like breakfast thing. I don't know what it is. But okay. They love it. All right. And it, there's more A and W here than probably McDonald's and Tim Hortons combined. That's crazy. I haven't had Tim Hortons yet either here, which I feel like I should. But next next podcast episode, expect a comprehensive review. On a and W, I I will have had it by the next episode. I'm I committing think, to that. I think we need to like record you trying it for the first time. Yeah. Next on my shit list. Hmm. Next on in the rant room, the roast room, Apple podcasts. Mm -hmm. I have a problem. The reason that we haven't that we haven't announced this podcast to our uh, my audience and your audience and, and we haven't put it out there in the world yet. Mm -hmm. is because we wanted it to be available on all of the biggest podcast networks so that right away people could listen wherever they are already listening to their podcasts. Mm -hmm. It's up on Spotify. It's up on Google Podcasts. It's up on Breaker and like a bunch of other platforms already. But Apple Podcasts, has it's been five days and it's you still not up. Time to switch to Android. No, fuck off. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm, I'm on an Apple phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, there's not really much more to say about this one other than that like Apple Podcasts needs to hurry the fuck up so that this podcast is available on the third giant platform. Although once we're on the platform... Uh, I love you, Apple Podcasts. I love you, Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Like, just go and... Uh, <laughs> Pay attention to me. Yeah. Love me, Daddy. Leave, leave a review for the podcast. Let us know what you think. Although we can't tell people to give us five stars. Oh. It's like, you're not allowed to do that, I guess. It's five stars or less or one star or more. No, you literally just have to be like, go leave a review if you like the podcast. Like, you oh. can say that, but you can't be like, fuck it. You can't say the other thing. Oh. Um, yeah. One, two, three, four, five. There's that many stars available. Give us how many you think we are worth. You, I think you could say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have one person that's just like, man, I can't fucking stand the way she read the back of those wine bottles. <laughs> one star. Oh, no. 
<laughs> okay, all right. We're, let's wrap this up. Let's let's get this fucking show on the road. We have a quick Q and A. Couple of questions. Let's start with number one here, mm-hmm. and it is going to be: What are both of your most memorable? Memor- Fuck, I can't even talk right now. What are your most memorable moments together so far uh, while uh, being together up there and, uh, you know, as I'm visiting. Do you have an idea of what your, maybe like your, one of your favorite, just maybe a moment that you really fucked with, you know? Do you have one? I think, I th- okay, so off the top of my head, one of my favorite moments was definitely uh, biking through downtown and then biking around the Stanley Park seawall. That was a ton of fun. I've enjoyed all the food that we've tried. We've tried so... Excuse me. We've tried so, so many amazing foods in so many different places, but also, like, we're getting fat from it, so (laughs) we we have to fucking quit that shit. But, yeah, I think so far for me, it's been... We've tried amazing foods. We've been everywhere. Maybe that's like the number one thing for me is how many places within this, especially around the downtown area, like we've covered. Yeah, I think for me, what really was quite amazing, because I mean, I've taken Will to places that I've been to since I've moved here and I've only lived here for nine months, 10 months now. I always get that comment from locals like oh you act like you've lived here for a while but I you know I made it my mission to not stay inside and and explore and be independent and do my own thing kind of thing so I really wanted to be somebody that knew where I was going and what I was doing one place that I took will to was white rock close by that's kind of south of everything here when we were there it was low tide and there were a bunch of starfish the starfish were actually really fun yeah i i film uh i've been filming some vlogs as we've gone on some of our travels and uh those those should start rolling out very soon here but the starfish i'd never seen them in the wild like that they're like chunky and purple they're huge they're big chunky yeah they're so cool and i i don't remember seeing them here as a child like i lived here when i was really young and I just don't remember the starfish here. And, and all I know is I see pictures of people. People take pictures of starfish here. And I'm like, wow, where do I get to see these? And then that day, it was low tide. We saw seagulls attacking some little crabs on the beach. And we we looked at some hermit crabs as well. That was fun. Are they not hermit crabs? The crab that was like getting like picked at by the seagulls because it was low tide. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that question came from Silent uh, in my Discord, so I appreciate you. Shout out to Silent. Thank yeah. you for the question. Thank you so much. The only other one that I'm going to go over this week is, how do you grow such an immaculate beard? And this is by another member of my community, Korik. I got to say, I could not grow a beard until I was like 23. I tried at 21. It was shit. I tried at 22. It was shit. Finally, at 23... It started filling in. For the longest time, my mustache didn't connect with the rest of the beard. Now it does. It's. I think it's just fully genetics. I'm, I'm pretty certain of it. But if you're young, like don't give up hope because I was literally 23, 24 I, I before it was happy. Some people genetically don't have that hope. Well, that's okay. And if you can't, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But uh, for myself, I thought I was one of those people for the longest time. Or you know what you can do? Go to Turkey. 
Get yourself <laughs> a really cheap hair transplant on your face because they do it for cheap there. This is great advice. <laughs> Legit. Like, they do really cheap plastic surgery and if hair you, transplants in, in Turkey. If you book a flight to Turkey as a result of this podcast, <laughs> please let us know somehow. Uh, we're going to work on a brand deal with Turkish Airlines. <laughs> uh, but no, in all fairness, actually, I haven't been rocking a beard, uh, at least not fully since like spring early this year really and it's yeah. because i've had this thing my whole life where i'll randomly have a small patch of hair fall out or turn blonde mm -hmm. and it's like something alopecia it has to do with like stress yeah. and so right now i currently have like a few different spots within my beard like underneath the jawline like on my neck he's also missing his mustache so he just looks really interesting. I'm not missing my mustache. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't just have a beard and no mustache. That's fucking... What the hell even is that? But no. Um, I So the reason that I've been more clean shaven or just stubble lately is because I've, I have those random patches of hair that are like blonde or missing. And it just looks kind of patchy and weird. But it's so it's so odd because like that... It'll just go away after like six months randomly. So... Eventually, you'll see fully bearded me back and ready for beard action. What is beard action? That Wouldn't you like to know? I would not like to know, actually. <laughs> that sounds like it clashes with other types of action. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah. Uh, I would say if you are worried about growing a great beard and you're a little young still, just fucking be patient. And even if you're patient and you still can't grow a beard, no one gives a shit. Or go to Turkey. Or go to Turkey and get the beard plant, beard transplant. Like, yes, yeah, I'm proper junk right now. I think we need to wrap this yeah, shit up. Yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Yes. Submit future questions. Correct. Or, um, how do you do, what is podcast stuff? Follow. So, uh, follow the podcast on give your. Give it a one, two, three, four, five number of stars that you prefer. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um. You know, it. no hate, though. If you give us, like, a one, if you've come to this point in the podcast and you're listening, you're like, fuck these guys, and you give them one star, that's fine. But at least let no, us know. No, it's not fine. Fuck them. At least let us know. If you give us one star, at me on Twitter, and we're going to fight IRL. But, no. like, but like, yeah, at him, because he'll be like, I listened all the way to the end. And Yaz is like, it's fine. So Here, fuck you guys. Actually, this is really fun. If you have listened to this point in the podcast, which is quite quite a way if you have listened to this point in the podcast go into my discord right now or go to my twitter or any means of communication that you have with me and just send the word kumquat that's cool but also deepest gratitudes yeah well that all too. the vibey brainwaves to you true but no parasocial ones because we are not farming those true yeah it's it's a really interesting relationship and i appreciate you deeply thank you bye yeah all right thanks everybody uh we'll see you on episode three see ya <laughs>